Welcome to the Connect Her podcast for female entrepreneurs that are ready to level up personally and professionally. Here at Connect Her, we believe you are always one connection away from your next life-changing opportunity. So buckle on up and join us as we connect you with the most sought-after experts who will be sharing their exact strategies and experiences that helped them reach success. We're your hosts, Sam Conaway and Rachel Haig. We are the brains behind Connector, which is not your typical boring pitch fest networking community. And we have transformed the lives of over 10,000 women through events, mentorship, and of course, connections. Let's dive in. Can I get a boo? Yeah. <laughs> How do I want to not focus on work, not focus on the things I need to do, but just be my inner child and play? Do I want to go on a run? Do I want to go do some martial arts? Do I want to turn on a song and obnoxiously dance? What makes me feel like my inner child and how can I play? Welcome to the Connect Her podcast for female entrepreneurs that are ready to level up personally and professionally. Here at Connect Her, we believe you are always one connection away from your next life-changing opportunity. So buckle on up and join us as we connect you with the most sought-after experts who will be sharing their exact strategies and experiences that helped them reach success. We're your hosts, Sam Conaway and Rachel Haig. We are the brains behind Connector, which is not your typical boring pitch fest networking community. And we have transformed the lives of over 10,000 women through events, mentorship, and of course, connections. Let's dive in. Can I get a boo? Yeah. <laughs> What is up, connectors? How's it going? Can I just get a drum roll? Drum roll! If you listened to our first ever episode of 2024, then you would know what this episode is all about. We are going to be talking about what is happening this year for the connector community, what is happening for us as the lady bosses behind connector. If you didn't get a chance to listen to that previous episode, please, please, please go back, listen to it because we did a deep dive, a real, a raw, and a vulnerable deep dive of what 2023 looked like behind the scenes of Connector. You guys get to see all of the events, all the podcast episodes, all the fun stuff, but we really shared what was happening behind the scenes. And that really sets us up for our vulnerable conversation today of why we are stepping into 2024 with the intention that we have. So this episode is dedicated to the ladies that know what it's like to girl boss too hard. And we're going to be reviewing a little bit of the things that we are stepping back on, the little things that we are doing in our lives to create more peace for ourselves. And then the fun stuff of what you can expect when it comes to the connector community, the podcast, and all of the fun things too. I think we're going to kick it off with a story time. Sam, you got a little story time for us? Yes. Yes. I want to bring it bring it back because we got Rewind. story times for days. But specifically, this story time is in the beginning, there was improve more. <laughs> well, in the beginning, there was Rachel and Sam. Rachel and Sam had just met. And, and we became one. We did not become we one. We birthed <laughs> connectors. <laughs> we birthed some ideas onto a whiteboard and a note paper and our computers and ideas were spreading like a wildfire because we were so 
excited about our vision and passion. And maybe you're in a place where you're like, can I relate? Yes, because I'm super pumped up about what it is that I'm doing. Or you remember the early stages of what it's like to just get started and how many ideas flow and and everything like that. So that was Rachel and I. When we brought our heads together, it was she said an idea, I said an idea, and we wanted to figure out a way to make all of the ideas happen. <laughs> all of them, every single one. We cannot miss out on any of them. <laughs> we need them all. <laughs> let's wear all the hats. Let's stretch ourselves very, very thin and not become singers because we're not meant for that. But let's do everything in our power to do absolutely everything we want to do. Yeah. And you know what? It was fun. We were excited and we didn't want to dwindle any lights. We wanted to just keep going with all of our different ideas. And what that looked like was let's do pretty much everything we could ever think of on a list. Check it off. We would wake up early in the morning. We'd go right on into our little office space. We had a conference room we would work out of that was really beautiful And we would just start the day. We would joke. We would laugh. We would have fun. I cannot tell you that girl bossing in the beginning was not fun because we were having a ton of fun until it became a pattern to order pizza at 5 p.m. because it's the first meal that we ate that day until we forgot, hey, did you have a sip of water at all? Did we go outside for two weeks Not really sure. Did you sleep last night? Me neither. Why not? Because I was having anxiety about all of the stuff that we need to do. Oh, I did too. But let's just make a joke about it and keep going. And so that started to become not a one-off thing. It was the everyday norm to put ourselves last and put all of these ideas on a checklist first. It was the everyday to get our anxiety up as high as possible because that's what fueled our adrenaline. It was the norm to laugh it off instead of take what our needs were as serious. And then it became a pattern to hit burnout and exhaustion. We saw it in each other, but we weren't really doing anything or having hard conversations about it. I think there's multiple different levels when you notice a problem or you notice a pattern and then actually being able to change it. And we had this like awareness that it was there is this unsaid thing of like, hey, Sam, are you tired today? Yes. Rachel, are you exhausted today? Yes. Are we over-caffeinated and we haven't eaten today? Yes. But do we really know how to fix it? No, not yet. We're not awakened to that this problem is a real bad problem that needs to be switched. And so we went through many different seasons. I think it's so beautiful in the beginning of entrepreneurship to want to do everything and to put your feet in the waters of everything. Do everything for a little bit because then you learn what you love to do. You learn how you love to impact. You learn your whys behind what you do. And you learn so much about yourself when you're in those heavy moments of having to pour into everything else and forgetting to pour into yourself. You learn so much about why it's important to pour into yourself. The phase that we're really about to talk about today is all of these women, you guys, that have done that girl bossing. You have girl bossed a little too hard. You know what it's like to try to do everything. And you've now learned what out of that everything you want to pour into And now it's the season of taking that awakening and turning it into embodiment and really embodying the life that you want to live and releasing a lot of things that don't longer serve you and not girl bossing too hard, but building a business that aligns with your values. This is the season for us as well that we've had that awakening. We've embodied it now and we're really ready to share it more 
so that connector aligns with our lifestyle and we can now lead you guys to be able to build a business that you enjoy to run. And I mean, I can look back and think about moments where I had one of my first panic attacks while Rachel and I were sitting and doing work together and I had to lay on the floor in this conference room because my nervous system was just over-regulated and it was not calm. It was just going 100 miles an hour and I hadn't eaten or drinking enough food or water that day. I was not sleeping super well either, but I just wanted to keep going and keep pushing and I was addicted to that grind. All of a sudden, it was just taking over me. And I remember my only thought was, I can't wait for this to be over so I can get the rest of the things that I need to get done today done. That was just such a toxic mindset to have, but I didn't know any better at the time what my body was experiencing, what I needed to do, how to do things really differently. I thought this was the only way. What happened was when you think that that's the only way, you start to build your business only in that way as well. And so our business foundation started to grow from a place of exhaustion and burnout. And we were saying yes to way too many things, not only in the business, but now our personal lives. And now this is a pattern within us that we had to rewire, to transform, to change. And that was the only way it was going to reflect back into the business and to build a new foundation. We had to change ourselves And Rachel and I being on the same wavelength of that and having conversations about that, we had to get on the same page with it. And when you're in a partnership, you're growing at different paces, different waves of life. And so the fact that we were able to have those conversations and come together is just something I'm really grateful for because we're in completely different stages of life, but we're also able to relate back to, hey, this is the emotion that I want to bring into our business this coming year. And that goes for any relationships in our lives, too, like Sam and her partner, Luke, or me and my partner, Alex, because that person was so used to seeing us constantly living in stress. When we decided to recognize we needed rest, they looked at us like, what's happening? Are you okay? (laughs) Uh, You should be working right now, right? Like, what are you doing? And so the people around you are going to have a little bit of a culture shock just because they've seen you act in this one way. And so that's just the message that we really want to share this year and on this podcast is how this transition has looked like for us to really embody a business that we can rest in, embody a business that feels good and aligns with our values and how we are going to implement these clear boundaries in our life, whether that's personal life and business life. And we really want that to transpire into you guys, too. We want to hype you up when it comes to setting boundaries versus it feel like something that's scary to talk about or feel like something that's selfish when setting a boundary because we've learned that it's definitely not. There's a quote out there that says, if business is your drug, then rest will feel like stress. And we know what it's like to feel like you want out of doing all the things, feel like it's too much and feel like the weight is on your shoulders. But resting also feels like stress. Resting doesn't feel good. And so this journey has been for us a lot of small milestones of allowing ourselves to rest. Small parts of us grieving different things and grieving parts of ourselves, learning about each other's boundaries and giving each other grace, communicating and learning how to communicate it with our families and the people around us and our clients. And so we want to share that journey with you guys, too, so you can do that. With that being said, I feel like we've set the tone. I want to talk a little bit about what is happening within Connector this year. Where are we scaling back for the community? Where are we pouring into more for you ladies? And then we'll kind of wrap up this episode 
sharing a little bit more of the humanness of, you know, what I'm doing personally and what Sam is doing personally in our lives to carry on everything that we're talking about when it comes to girl bossing with a calm nervous system. So first and foremost, scaling back in a lot of ways when it comes to connector. Yes. So if you knew us from the beginning or if you've heard any of our story times, you know that we started Connector by doing back-to-back events. We roasted an event every, every day single <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Not every day. Every single Sunday we hosted an event and it was really fun in the beginning and we realized we wanted to put more intention. So then it started to scale back to quarterly. And now or we no. are monthly. Monthly, I'm sorry. So then we started to do monthly and now we're at a place where we are doing virtual and in-person events every quarter. So we are taken another step back we are very very intentional with who we bring in as a partner for this event we want to make sure everyone is getting the most out of every partner we bring in and we're able to implement them really well into these events so you guys are going to see some really cool businesses that we're about to start highlighting that we've started to build really incredible relationships with as well i think this year it's not about doing less to provide less of an experience. Mm -hmm. It's doing less to provide more of an experience in those moments. We know that the women that we've been able to meet here in Austin do benefit from meeting weekly or meeting monthly. We also know that we have a deep passion and power for providing really, really intentional experiences. And that's what we want to lean into most because that's where we feel like we can provide the most value. And so if we're able to pour into an incredible, incredible conference that is thought over very well and we have very intentional partners, we want ladies to be able to walk into that door and connect so deeply with each other and those real relationships that then you guys are able to go out and connect with each other weekly and do coffee dates together weekly and run your own events and invite everybody from Connector to your own events monthly. And then, you know, our community meets outside of our events. But when our events are there, they're very, very deep and intentional. And so it's really about just providing more of an experience versus doing less for us. What we realized is part of the reason why we were wearing all of the hats and trying to do everything and trying to do events so frequently and have so many partners and vendors and volunteers and just all the different pieces was because we had a fear of letting other people down. We see so much beauty in what everybody can bring to the table. We want everybody to be able to be a part of it. But that fear of letting people down still happened when we were trying to do everything because something had to give. We just didn't have the capacity to pour into all of those relationships. And so for us, this year is not only these quarterly events, so scaling back on the amount of events, but leaning into really, really creating a deep relationship with our partners, with our vendors, with our volunteers, with the people that are a part of those events so that we can give every human there, whether it's an attendee or a partner, our full presence and not miss anything because we're not spreading ourselves too thin anymore. Absolutely. And, you know, on top of that, you guys have probably have heard, too, of our expert circle and our mastermind and our students and their success as well. 
And we're even taking that to another level and being even more selective of who we bring in, who we work with, what are the qualifications that you must have before we're going to pour in everything we have towards you. And our time is not for everyone. It's going to be for the ones that are really focused, that are all in. And so we're spending a lot of time on qualifying who our students are and how we can 10x their success even further than what we've already been able to do. And that goes into the fear of saying no. Mm -hmm. I think for a long time I had a fear of telling somebody, no, I don't have the answer or no, I, I don't have the time to pour into you right now or the capacity to pour into you right now. And so a lesson that we had to learn is it's okay to say, no, you're not my student, but I can refer you to someone that can help you in your season. Or no, you're not meant for this program. I, I don't see that your business model will fit this program, but let me help you with the couple resources I can give you. And then I'm meant to serve this one type of student and I'm going to do that. And just the lesson of being okay with saying no, I think has been so important in this season. And I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to that too, is maybe there's a client that you know you need to let go. Maybe there's a friendship that you know you need to let go. Maybe there is, you know, a habit or a ritual or a part of you that you need to let go and say no to in order to step into abundance in a new way. You know, we've learned this in many different ways, but that goes into every decision that you make within your business. And I think one of the things that has really, really been helpful tool for just peace of mind is we're detaching any sort of expectation on these goals that we've set. We don't have an expectation of how it's going to come into fruition. We just know, hey, this is the trajectory. This is what is in alignment. This is the energy we feel behind it. And this is what we know we're capable of completing. And so that's it. That's where it'll be. And we're detached from how it's going to look, the step-by-step, the play-by-play. We are focused on, you know, setting up systems and automations and things like that. And we know our numbers and we're staying strategic. However, we also have been able to release that super heavy expectation of if I don't do it this way, this how that control aspect. And I think that's given us a huge peace of mind, too. Like Sam said, less about the hows, but also a little bit less about the specific goal and more about the feeling behind it. We'll talk a little bit about this when we talk about what we're doing separately. But when it came to our yearly planning for business this year, it was a lot less of business planning and a lot more of internal planning. Who am I and who do I want to be this year and how do I want to show up? Once I had that clear vision of what my values were, how can I align the business to succeed within those values? And if I stay clear with who I am every single day, these business goals will come naturally because they align together. And going back on just what we were talking about saying no and releasing, we are going to be releasing some things in Connector, some things that really were with us from the beginning. Some things that Sam and I poured our hearts and souls into. A lot of you guys have been a part of that journey in in that way. And we're going to be releasing some things within Connectors, some projects that we spent a long time building. But we know by saying no to that project and no longer doing that project, we're going to be able to pour into the community so much deeper in new ways that it's going to be beneficial to you guys a ton more and beneficial to us in our mental health. Absolutely. And Rachel and I have been having these conversations for 
at least the last six to eight months where we've just been realigning ourselves and our values and our mission and everything behind Connector. And so it's really fun and cool that now this is going to start to play a role on the outside because this is work we have been doing more than the six to eight months, but work we have been talking about and planning and prepping for a while now. So now you guys are going to start to see the transformation on the outside. And what we're doing with this, too, is with everything that we're releasing, we're really focused on creating space before we launch the next thing. We have so many goals, guys. We have some cool things that we're probably going to launch this year, some cool things that we have the goal of doing for y'all. But we are making sure that we release something. We fully close out a project. We fully close out a season. And then we sit in the peace we sit in the relaxation. We sit in the the FOMO, the planning, the, the reflecting on what just happened before we step into the new thing. And this is something we've done in life as well is when you have a realization, maybe that's around money mindset, when you have a realization or around, you know, how you want your family life to look like, once you make that shift before making the next shift, before implementing the next new habit, how can you just appreciate what you just implemented before you step into that, create that space to really appreciate, to really feel deep in it and appreciate that season. So lots of releasing, lots of creating space and appreciating, and then stepping into the new things. The overall vision for these quarterly events, the overall vision for Connector is really helping the women in our community have those deeper high-level relationships. Like I said earlier, when you guys come to our events, whether it's virtual, whether it's in person, whether it's listening to a podcast, we want you to show up and feel like you are meant to be there, feel like you are hearing what you need to hear, and you are leaving with a new opportunity of somebody you can connect with, a high-level woman that you can have a deep conversation with about life, about business, and relate to. And so relationships and high-level connections is one of our main focuses. The second main focus is education. We want to make sure that with every event and every virtual experience this year, there is a level of education that is unique to the world. There's so much oversaturation of teaching and how-tos and implementations. Do this and you'll succeed. Do that and you'll succeed. We want to provide a level of education that really looks inward that helps ask the right questions for you guys to find your own path to then succeed. A level of education that provides you awakening to be able to embody the business that aligns with your vision and aligns with your values and your lifestyle. Real quick, I can't tell you guys how many times we've gotten advice from mentors we really, really looked up to and we went in and implemented everything that they said in their vision. And the biggest disconnect was it was in their vision and the way that they wanted us to do it, and the way that they have seen success. And what we found is we really had the answers with us the entire time. And mentorship guidance is amazing when they're asking you the right questions, when they're helping you find the answers, when you're coming to them, hey, this is the problem, and you're also coming to them with solutions as well, and they're helping you navigate it. Because if you're trying to implement something that everybody else is doing, what's going to happen is it's not you. And Rachel and I did a lot of things that weren't us. And so we're taking a step back and we're like, what if our marketing, what if our words, what if our clients, what if our events, what if they were exactly a replication of our thoughts, ideas, and nothing that everybody else was doing? A lot of times people tell you don't recreate the wheel. It's already been done. However, if you try and take that wheel and make it your own, it's never going to do and feel the way that you want it to. And I think that that 
piece of advice has to an extent some power to it but i also think that's awful advice (laughs) if i'm being honest yeah make your own wheel Definitely. And one thing that Sam and I are huge on are investing in ourselves. We've invested in a ton of mentorship programs, mastermind programs to be a part of, coaches, all of the different things. And something that we did towards the end of last year is step back from receiving mentorship and step in on learning more about ourselves, whether that is therapy, whether that is energy work, whether that is going to a breathwork ceremony. Everything we were doing was talking about how can we refill our own energy and feel good as who we are and connect deeper within ourselves. And we want to provide a level of that to you guys too, a level of something that makes you ask more questions to learn about yourself deeper, because then you're going to be able to create your business to your vision, not to ours. Overall, our experiences really focusing on the high-level connections relationships, that educational piece, that inward piece, and lastly, celebration. We are not dropping the ball, guys, on celebration. Y'all know we go big or go home and the parties and bringing in performers and bringing in dancers and all the things to our events. And we still want to bring that energy to an extent. We really want our events to be a place of transformation, but also be a place of appreciation and celebration for all of the hard work that our community has done to build their visions from the ground up, to bootstrap their businesses, to pour into themselves, to put their visions on paper. And so we want to provide a safe place for women to celebrate their wins and talk about every milestone that happened in their life to get to the point of where they are now. So overall, we're just really focused on our in-person and virtual experience. And we're excited for you guys to pour into it and experience it and give us feedback and be able to scale in a new way this year. The last thing that I want to hit on when it comes to Connector is what's going to happen with the podcast? Are we releasing the podcast? Is this the last episode? No, no, we are going all in on podcast. This has been one of our favorite projects. And if you guys came to our live podcast event this past year, you would know we have an incredible podcast team that helps us with the editing and helps us with the launching and helps us with a lot of the ideas behind it. And We just really enjoy this project. And so we want to provide a great experience for you guys at home when you listen to the podcast. And so we've been putting a lot of intention into what does this look like for this year, whether that is in-person podcast interviews, you guys getting to sit live in the audience and be on the podcast and ask your questions and be present with the experts that we bring in to speak to you guys, as well as really interviewing a lot of people or having these real conversations about the humanness behind the business, not just the business strategies and techniques and the success and the beautiful money and fancy cars and things that business can bring you, but the human behind the business, the person that each business owner had to become along their business journey. That's really what we want to talk about on this podcast. I hope that's okay with you guys. What do you What do you think? It's okay with me, but you're asking them. I know. I'm just waiting. I'm Crickets. I hope that you guys want to hear that. And we want to hear your feedback. We want you guys to email us in questions. We'll put it below in the description. Like email us the questions you want us to ask. Email us the person you want us to interview. We want this podcast to be a resource for you. And so we want you to be a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Our main goal within this podcast is really to be of service to any of our listeners and anyone that is 
out there building a business and feels like they just need somebody in their corner. They need that support. They need guidance. They need help from people that are doing some incredible things and you just want to learn. So learn, cry, laugh, whatever we got for you that day. (laughs) But stepping into our goals for 2024, I think for me, the biggest lesson that I learned last year after having my baby Jackson was it was the first time that I started to put somebody else's needs and my own needs above anything else. And at first it was extremely uncomfortable. It felt weird. It felt strange. I didn't think I was doing it right. Then I found that this is the type of energy I don't want anything to get in the way of. I started to value it so much. And I think I can count on one hand, maybe two hands, but one hand, the amount of times I let that boundary break of putting the needs of myself and the needs of my little dude and my family first and and not allowing that. And those lessons that I can count on one or two hands, I learned from every single one of them. I recognized towards the end of last year, there was a moment where I felt like I had some extra space and instantly I tried to fill it. I tried to fill it with something because I had some extra time and I, well, I was looking for something to do and I, w- I just filled it with stuff. It wasn't anything that was intentional. And I remember Rachel even calling it out and like, hey, do we need to be doing this? <laughs> and the answer was no. And I think there's uncomfortability a little bit when we have that extra amount of space. What do we do with it? And so letting that breathe. And so it's easy to revert to old ways. It's easy to say, hey, you know what? I have 10 extra things that I'm taking off of my to-do list, but let me fill it with 10 extra more things, right? What if you actually took that time just for you or just for your family or just whatever those values are? Take a trip. And so whenever we do any sort of goal setting into the brand new year, we figure out what our values are. For me, my top one is family. And then it is personal development and then, you know, health and personal development go together and then it is business. So when I understand my values, I know what to say yes to and I know what to say no to because if it doesn't align, then it's not meant for me in that moment. And so figuring out your values, which is something I spend a lot of time on in the beginning of the year, and then I map out the entire year based on those emotions, those feelings and starting to build some targets. I'm really, really proud of who I became last year. I got to become a mom. I got to grow closer to my partner. Rachel and I got to go through so many different pivots and avenues and conversations together. And I think our friendship has grown even more, even our business partnership, it's grown even more. And so this year hasn't been about changing everything. It's about, I love who I am and how can I continue those areas of myself that I've really worked on and improved and step into even more power of this coming year, of the things that I really want to say yes to, I'm going all in on. And the things that don't serve me, it's okay. Like detach. It's detached. I don't have to do everything. That's what this year is about for me is just loving what I already do and who I already am and finding that peace. I think there's something so important in what you just said, Sam, because it's a lot less about what you do and it's more about how you feel. And if you feel good, you're then able to do better for the world. There's also that side of what you just said that it's less about what you do, but it's more about appreciating who you are. And when you appreciate who you already are and how you want to show up, 
you stop comparing and you stop thinking I should be doing this or I should Mm -hmm. be doing that or I need to do it like whoever just did it or why is my marketing post not the way this other person's marketing post is because you know who you are Mm -hmm. and nothing can wreck that. Maybe let's say you make a post and it gets one like. It's like, all right, I know who I am. That's okay. You know, maybe you step on stage, you speak and there are 100 women in the room and 99 of them pick up their phone and they don't listen to the speech. This would never happen when Sam speaks because she's an incredible speaker. But that one person that resonated with her in the audience, that's the person that she's like, okay, I did my purpose because I know who I am. I know my message was meant to be said and I made my purpose today. When you are able to just radically accept who you are, I think that's that is the definition of true confidence mm-hmm. is fully accepting yourself in every possible way and then just confidently showing up as that. Mm-hmm. And what resonates, what resonates, what doesn't, doesn't. Yeah. And I would say just go look in the mirror tonight and just stare for a second. I know that sounds weird or uncomfy, but look at yourself in the eyes and look at every part of you. Look at your heart. Look at your soul. And just stare for a moment and notice the emotions that you feel. Do you feel genuine love and appreciation for every version of yourself? I know we got some past and we've done some stuff. (laughs) And that's okay. But every single piece of that has served you. And so take a moment today and show that love and appreciation for yourself. And if you don't feel love when you look in the mirror, I challenge you to start doing that every day. Take one minute out of your day, look at yourself and just try and feel the little girl that you used to be, the one who's pure and loved and just hold on to her and watch as you've grown up and things have happened and stuff has been hard, but show yourself that love as if you were a little girl again. And I guarantee like that is going to raise your confidence exactly like Rachel said, because it doesn't matter anymore what anybody else says because you know you. And that's all that matters. On the surface level, you know, I hear so many business owners say every day, I want more clients. I want to make more money. I want more impact. I want to do more. I want to launch more. I want to scale more. And all of that comes back to abundance, right? I want to travel more. That's abundance. Money. I want to, that's abundance. Abundance is a level of energy. And when you look in the mirror, if you don't feel full abundance of love for yourself, That means that somewhere in there, there's something that has to be worked through before you can be accepting of abundance in every way, whether that's in business or in life. When you do that exercise, if you look in the mirror and something doesn't feel aligned, something doesn't feel off or something does feel off, ask yourself, like, why do I not abundantly love myself right now? And how can I provide myself abundance by doing more of what I love, doing more of what feels good? Because once you're receptive to abundance, the things in business like more money, more clients, more impact come naturally. I'll lean in a little bit to what I am doing this year. Very similar to Sam's path, just a little bit different. Maybe some girls can relate to this, but I am an avid to-do lister. So much so that I was reflecting on my 2022 and 2023 notebook. And I had a to-do list each day that was about 30 to 50 things every single day. 30 to 50 things within the business or in life. And it was constant check marks. And each day that to-do list started with about 10, 15 things. 
And then as I checked one thing off, I added another, I added another, I added another, putting out fires, saying yes to things. And just this to-do list would get obnoxiously long. And at the end of each day, what I realized is no matter how much I got done, I still felt like I didn't do enough. I still felt like I was less than because I wasn't able to accomplish everything on this sheet of paper. And so one of my rules for myself this year is no to-do lists. And if it is a to-do list of like an urgent task, we're doing like three, five things that urgently need done. Now I am accomplishing much more, y'all. These last couple days of this year, I have been running full force. We're accomplishing a lot. But it doesn't need to be listed out on paper because it doesn't need to be done. It gets done when it's meant to be done. And there's a book out there called Feel Good Productivity. It's by Ali Abdal. I don't know if I butchered his last name. But in this book, he says a quote that says, success doesn't lead to feeling good. Feeling good leads to success. And for so long, I thought that success meant getting my to-do list done. And well, I thought that if I succeeded in that to-do list, then I would feel good. When this happens, then I'll feel good. This season and this year and these last couple months for me has been all about feeling good and the success and abundance comes after that. And so instead of to-do lists, instead of overworking, having anxiety attacks, putting my last dime into the business and living in scarcity or wearing all of the hats and just exerting myself in too many ways, I'm really focused on pouring into myself and doing less and living more and doing the things that feel good. I got a lot of feedback. I posted a reel the other day and I was absolutely mind blown. I felt like I was going to shit myself and ugly cry when I posted this reel, guys, because it was real. It was vulnerable. It was talking about everything we're talking about today, just what burnout can come with building a business if you don't set boundaries. And the amount of women that came to me and said that they could relate to this was absolutely insane. And I feel like it needs to be talked about more of leaning in, focusing on you and focusing on what feels good, focusing on your values. So with that, to-do lists are my outs and my in is one morning ritual. And prepare yourself for this name, guys. Prepare Mm -hmm. yourself because Sam laughed out loud and then followed up with a question of what's that? And we can all make fun of her for this. (laughs) But Instead of to-do list of doing a thousand things and waking up and immediately diving into business, immediately diving into all the things I need to do, every morning I have been waking up, going outside, getting some fresh air, and doing one reflection. And I call this reflection my morning pap smear. And I'm not talking... I know you just spit out your water. (laughs) (laughs) My morning pap smear. And I'm not talking about putting my feet up and doing the scoop, guys. I am talking about... P-A-P-P-P. And we're about to go through what that means. But before I go through what that means, I said this in a meeting the other day when I was stating my intentions and Sam goes, what's a pap smear? And she has had a whole ass baby (laughs) and she did not know what a pap smear was. You know what? If you've been pregnant, it's all a blur to you too. (laughs) After many questions, many vulnerable questions, Sam and I got down to an understanding that Sam, in fact, has, yes, had multiple pap smears. She just didn't know what it was called. But on that note, I just you call it the thing where your legs go up. <laughs> legs up, do the scoop. Yep, it's always uncomfy. But we're not doing the morning scoop. What we are doing is a morning pap smear reflection. And each letter stands for something. And these are the values that stand out to me right now in this season. The first one is peace. And for me, I grew up in a household of chaos. I grew up in craziness. And I realized as an adult, I have been calling in craziness in every way possible. That's why I had 
four puppies in my home the past couple months. But for me, my first piece is peace. How can I create peace in my life today? How can I release a piece of chaos, whether that is throwing out my socks that don't match or cleaning up my home or just taking a moment for meditation? How can I create peace for myself today? The second one is A, which is appreciation. How can I appreciate the people in my life today, the things that I have, the work that I've done, and just have gratitude for where I'm at right now? And this has turned into texting somebody that I love and telling them I appreciate them or looking at the trees outside and really just appreciating how beautiful they are or taking a present moment to play with my puppy and appreciating her joy but taking a moment for appreciation and gratitude. And then the last P's are purpose. So what is my one word of purpose today? Where do I want to be present in? And then the next one is presence. So where do I want to be present in my purpose today? How do I want to show up and be present today? And the last one, which is something I put on the back burner for a really long time, is how do I want to play today? How do I want to not focus on work, not focus on the things I need to do, but just be my inner child and play. Do I want to go on a run? Do I want to go do some martial arts? Do I want to turn on a song and obnoxiously dance? What makes me feel like my inner child and how can I play? So peace, appreciation, purpose, presence, and play. And I do that every morning. And then that's the extent of my to-do list. If I am living in that value of making sure everything I do aligns with creating peace, I don't overexert myself. Everything I do, I show a level of appreciation. And if I don't appreciate it, I don't do it. Everything I do creates presence and feels good. It feels like play. And I'm living in my purpose every day. The things that need to get done, get done because I'm living within my values. And then at the end of every night, I just ask myself the simple question of where did I align with these things? What could I have done better? And what felt really good today so that I can show up the best the next day? So morning and night pap smears. We're real healthy over here. Get your paps in, ladies. (laughs) Keeps you healthy. Success doesn't lead to feeling good. Feeling good leads to success. For us, this season is about doing less, living more, and providing more value and presence in the things that we do do. We're really, I said doo-doo. I was just thinking. Doo-doo. Oh, (laughs) we're mature, but we're not that mature, okay? (laughs) We're really excited for this season. We're really excited to bring you guys along the journey on our humanness and really appreciate each and every single one of the women in our community for who you are as a human, the woman behind the business. That's what really matters to us in this season. And we know that there's going to be so much abundance for all of us this year. And we really want to hear from you guys. Tell us what is your intention going into this next year? Are you kind of on the same wavelength as us where you're feeling this shift of ending this girl boss era and stepping into your peaceful business woman era where she is her cup is full and she is living her very best life and she is doing less but more of the important abundance work. Tell us where you're at, and we're excited to hear from you. This means a lot whenever you guys share. We get tons of messages from every one of our listeners, and it helps us build an even better 
podcasts an even better audience. And we really appreciate you guys and for bearing with us through all of our different seasons. I'm sure a year from now, Rachel and I are going to hop on here and be like, well, we just did a really big mistake. (laughs) And we're going to tell you guys about it because we're going to be really vulnerable just about our journey. Not all of the things that we've accomplished in uh, previous years, but things that we're going through right now, life that we're going through in this moment. We don't want to just share all of the best, biggest life advice. We want to actually talk about the vulnerable struggles that we currently have here and there. So tell us yours and we'd love to relate it back to everyone as well. Girl bossing is cool, but girl bossing with a calm nervous system is even cooler. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. We love y'all and we will see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Connect Her podcast. We are your hosts, Sam and Rach. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to show your support, make sure to connect your friends with your favorite episode, leave a review, and download that favorite episode for later. And remember, you're always one connection away. We'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Connect Her podcast. We are your hosts, Sam and Rach. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to show your support, make sure to connect your friends with your favorite episode, leave a review, and download that favorite episode for later. And remember, you're always one connection away. We'll catch you in the next episode.